Hello, welcome back to this week's episode of the Empowered Artists Collective podcast. I'm Jennifer Apple, she, her, and y'all, I am so excited for this episode because I have decided to give us the gift of what I would call a palette cleanser in the form of a tarot and crystal reading that was given to our Empowered Artists Collective community. Brooke Shapiro joins us and talks about manifesting, words holding meaning, embracing process, The cards that she pulled talk about illuminating the ideas of shadow sides as opportunity for beauty, how spirituality is individual for everyone, and what it means to receive and express gratitude on a deeper level. So if you are needing a moment of inspiration or connection, this episode is my gift to you. I hope you receive it with as much gratitude as I had sitting with Brooke and talking about it. Enjoy. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Empowered Artist Collective Podcast. I am Jennifer Apple, and I am here with one of the bubbliest, brightest, like, I'm not gonna say like bushy eyed, like, what that, I don't even know what that means anymore. But like, like, just I, I told her before we start us like this episode for me, I'm excited because I know energetically, it's just like a palate cleanser in the best of ways. Hopefully, we don't know what this conversation is going to be. But y'all, I'm with the the one and only Brooke Shapiro. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for having me on here and for deeming me a beacon of light. I mean, hopefully we can live up to that here. Um, I think we will. Um, For everybody who is listening, my name is Brooke Shapiro. She, her. I am a multi-hyphenated artist. I'm a singer, actor, mover, shaker, money maker. Um, I also read tarot and I paint, I draw, you know, if it's artistic, I probably like to do it. Yeah. That's what I'll say. I like, I, well, first and foremost, I'm curious if you remember when we first met, because I feel like that's a funny story for me. Was it before Calico Buffalo? I don't think it could have been. No, it was. Do- so we met doing the Calico Buffalo, <laughs> the company <laughs> Calico Buffalo. Which won the best ensemble best award? Best of best. Best of best. Best show. Nin- yeah, it was. Was it the best show? Um, I came down with shingles um, during that party. <laughs> so I was not at the party to receive the award. Um, cannot confirm. <laughs> I just remember. So this was at the, it was, uh, the Nymph Festival, right? Correct? And yeah. what year? Who mm-hmm. knows? Um, and that it honestly was a cast of like dope people, like, like, like some of the most incredible actors and actresses, like they got like a star studded cast. I don't know how I honestly, there. it was so great. I felt like, wow, like, look at all these people around me. Yeah. I feel so lucky. It was and, so, so much fun. And, and yet we were all literally embodying a children's book that came yes. to life playing Buffalo wolves and frogs oh I was a five-year-old boy toad don't get it twisted (laughs) I have the the hat um that's hanging up on my door over there I have my wolf hat somewhere in storage with like the netting and the oh my god what a time I mean so we had like the best time ever because we couldn't take ourselves so seriously as we literally hopped around like frogs and slithered around like wolves and like I don't know how one acts like a buffalo but I guess we figured it out so we couldn't take ourselves seriously and everybody like saw the show and they're like oh my god the show's really great but also like you're still playing animals and then we won like <laughs> best of <laughs> when you get a group of character actors that like just like 
wants to be silly together that's yeah. always my favorite room and that was that room oh and also God. the music was so good like good. so good yeah so but it took so everybody great. by surprise because there was some like really gorgeous like not say again like not, to, not no taking away from any of it but like some really meaningful shows that took that were taking place in that summer and so when we took that award people were like kind of rocked by it they were like you're telling me that these buffaloes could win and we were like did you see the show though did you see yeah. <laughs> did you see these buffaloes working the stage because i actually should say that i had an audition for something years after that and i walked in and it was for the avenue q off broadway and the person who was the resident director she was like oh, you were in the calico buffalo i loved you in that and then i made oh. it to puppet school so like you just never know who's watching and where and what they like, okay? Listen, uh, yes, frog. Yes, frog <laughs> training. I'm living. Wait, that's incredible. That's hilarious. Oh, God. I I still keep in touch with some of these people, too. Like, it's just, it's a, it was a good, yep. that, clearly, here we are. Um, <laughs> great. So I just wanted to put that into the ether before we kind of roll into what I think could be really fun. So, Y'all listening, Brooke does tarot reads. Is that how you refer to it? Am I saying that right? Um, I'm a tarot reader. I do tarot readings. I there that's how I would Thank say you. it. But great. No, please correct me. Either I'm learning. Um, we did one. I don't know what time is. Like I guess at this point, like many months ago. And I'll be honest. Uh, it was right. <laughs> <laughs> you just like spit out your water I'm so glad to hear that I, you know it's it's always so interesting whenever I have people come to me for readings and then a couple months later they're like that was so great like it, it was so eye-opening all these things and it's like I do so many of them that I kind of don't really remember exactly yeah. what I tell people and you know it's like sometimes I feel like it's that moment of like you're on stage and you you like black out and then you come to and you're yeah. like what did I just do yeah. You know, that's how well, I how did you how did you get into it? Like how did tell me tell me how that all started for you um as obviously something that now you're doing, but even just generally is like an interest for yourself. Yeah, so um psychic history actually runs in my family, which is really interesting. Um we come from a lineage of people who did this kind of work, you know, work with the spiritual world. Um and so I've always been intrigued by it. But I only have like one living relative now who like made her whole living doing it as well. Um, and so I was always intrigued by it. And then I would say maybe like, oof, I don't know, like you said, time, not sure what that is. So maybe like seven or eight years ago, I was at Alice's Teacup in New York City and they had a tarot deck just on the table open for people to play with. And I started playing with it and I felt this like energy in my hands and I was like, I really enjoy this. Maybe I'll buy a deck and start teaching myself, bought a deck, started to teach myself. And then like maybe a year or two later, I went to go do a show and I met one of my best friends there, Marie Ify, who's also a tarot reader. And we showed up both kind of new to tarot. She showed up with the same exact tarot deck as me. And we were like, oh, this is interesting. And so then we just started giving each other readings once a week. We learned everything kind of together and separately and then everything I learned about her she taught me everything she learned I you know learned from her um and I just found it to be so helpful to calm me down personally mm -hmm. that I was like you know what if I can 
practice on friends. And so I started giving friends tarot readings. And then during the pandemic, some of my friends reached out to me and they were like, is there any chance you'd be willing to do this virtually for me? Like I'm in need of a tarot reading. Mm. And I thought I've never tried, but we can try. And so I just started doing that for friends and it became a way to kind of pass the time for me that was enjoyable. And I felt like I was able to give back in a time of extreme darkness. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. And then my business just kind of grew by word of mouth. Um, I made an Instagram page, which I have to be honest, I'm not great at posting on my business page, but you can always find me on my personal account. I am always there. Um, But yeah, I have done a lot of virtual readings, some in person since we, you know, the world has calmed down a bit in the sense of, you know, safety with health reasons. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I just, I really love it. I feel like I mean, you knew me beforehand. Yeah. I was a little more tightly wound, you know, and that's not a bad thing. This is just the next best version of myself. And I feel like tarot really helps me get there. That's so cool. I love the fact that it's also some sort of connection to like your ancestors in like a very familial way that this isn't just something that, I mean, it would be one thing if, yeah, you discovered it on your own. It's something that you really love. But the fact I would imagine for you, like to be connected to relatives of yours who have had this is probably something really spiritually beautiful to like feel a deep familial connection while you're doing the work, too. I imagine that is something rewarding in addition to the work of just like bringing this to life. Absolutely. Um, so my aunt, she's she's a lot older Um then my dad is, you know, my dad's the baby of the family, but she's the one that she made her living as a phone psychic. And, yeah. um, you know, she like sees spirits and stuff like that. And I remember when I first got into this, I was like, I need to like test this out a little bit. Like I need to see if what I'm doing actually is right. And so I looked at myself in my childhood bedroom and I said, when we go to her house today for Passover, have her tell me about her mother because I haven't really heard a lot about my grandmother who passed away before I was born. I'm named after her. Um, I feel this connection to her. And that day we did the Seder and then the Seder's over. I'm across the room. She looks at me and she points at me and she goes, come here. I want to tell you about my mother. (gasps) And I said, this works. I'm, I'm a believer now fully wholeheartedly. Like, and then since then I do a lot of stuff like that. And it, things happen. You know, it's like, I can't, I can't make that up, you know? Wow. Do you find that? And maybe this is like a, this, maybe this isn't actually where I want to go down tower reading, but I do, do you feel like that's in the same conversation as say manifesting? Oh, oh, a hundred percent, 110 percent. It's all the things you read about is your words. Um, they matter. And you know, if you're speaking into existence, well, I'm nervous, I'm nervous, I'm nervous. Then every time you do something, you're going to be nervous. If you speak yeah. into existence, these nerves are my indication that I'm alive. I'm so happy to be here, you know, mm-hmm. then you can turn them into fuel. Um, wait, this is going to lead into um, the cards that I chose. So can I, should we just yeah. dive into it? Oh my um, God, please. Now that we're talking about this specific topic and your words, having meaning. Before we hopped on here, this is sort of what I do also in my personal tarot readings. I will call upon one person's specific energy or a collective energy and just 
take the temperature sort of take the temperature of the room what's going on I'll pull some crystals I have some in front of me we'll explain those yeah um and then I pull a couple of cards um whether that's oracle cards or tarot cards themselves and I pulled this oracle card can I ask for a pause what is an oracle card versus a tarot card the difference between an oracle card and a tarot card is that the oracle cards have like specific text on them like It'll say a word or a sentence, whereas the tarot is the typical like one that you see with the major arcana or arcana, however people like to pronounce that. And then the minor cards, and those are always the same set amount of cards. So it takes you through from the fool all the way to the world. And then from, you know, the suits of the cups, the wands, the swords and the pentacles, whereas Oracle decks are just like decks that say, anything on them but have a collective theme got it okay now share what you said before I like totally brutally interrupted this moment (laughs) it was important to describe that so thank you for stopping me so this card I pulled is from Kim Cran's archetypal deck if anybody's interested um and it is called the shadow so what I am showing on screen right now for anybody just listening is a card that is black and white um, and it sort of sort of shows one side is like vibrant and bright, and the other side is kind of muffled and in the center lives darkness. And so if you want to think of yourself as that way, um, not that to say that darkness lives at your core. <laughs> However, we all have shadow sides. And so this is an indication that especially as I pulled this card for like the collective of creatives. So whether you're an actor or you're another type of creative that is listening to this, I feel like we as creative people always want to be better than perfect. We always want to be the best. We have to be the best. Like it's ingrained in us. And you have to remember that at your best, you also have a shadow side. So your shadow side is something I like to refer to as your like anxiety, your depression, your negative self-talk. All of that lives within you. I have named mine. Her name is Barb. Um, And so like when she is rearing her ugly head at moments that I I can't have her, like if I'm in an audition and I'm looking around and I'm like, well, they're going to get it because I'm not good enough. I'm like, Barb, girl, I hear you, but we can't be doing this to ourselves right now. So like I'll unpack this at home later. Okay. And then I'll go home and I'll say to myself, what was that feeling? Why was I feeling it? And let's, Let's work through it at a time when it's appropriate to. And I'm not just saying to myself, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, shove it away, shove it away. You have to integrate this part in yourself. And if you are refusing to integrate it, then we're just causing separation from our true self, which causes separation from showing up as your best. Mm. Um, One thing I wanted to read out of this text was this sentence that says, It is typically the case that our lofty pursuit of ascension and perfection is the very source of shadow material itself. Mm. So, you know, we may get so wrapped up in the hustle and the grind and everything that we forget to just take a moment. Remember, we have feelings. Yeah, they're real and you're allowed to feel them. Doesn't matter if you think I can't be sad right now because I have this audition. You can be sad and have a great audition. Correct. You can show up in your audition and be your happy self, your your Brooke self, or you can go home and be, and then you can go home and like let out the barb. You know what I mean? Like, 
do you? Um, but all this to say is that I feel like we're being called on in this moment to realize that we all have so many sides of ourselves that need to work together instead of just trying to only show up as the one that we think we like the most. Yeah. Um, I love that so much. First of all, thank you for that as like yeah. a welcome <laughs> gift. I feel like for this episode, just also generally for this moment within this collective, but it goes back to so much of what EAC is about, which is really about embracing process rather than result of things, right? We've been taught and trained to like, what is it to be an artist? Well, I am successful by being on Broadway. Okay, well, how long did it take? Like, what was all that whole process before you even got there? Like, let's talk about yep. your auditions. Let's talk about the time you cried on the floor. Let's talk about the time you went to your friend's wedding. Let's talk about the times that, like, built you up as a human being to allow you to get to that moment that you don't, you quote unquote, deem successful, right? Right. But even all those other things leading up to that point were arguably, if not more, in my opinion, successful, right? Because you showed up for yourself time and time again, despite or in spite of things being difficult and hard um I, I call mine my little fucker that's my perfect non-pc name for the little fucker that screams into my ear so maybe I should get we love them. her yeah I mean I think they need I think they do need an actual name but I also don't want to give them that much power do you know what I mean but see, like, you have to give them the power because sometimes they need it sometimes maybe. Barb just needs to sit on the couch and eat and cry yeah and like that's okay and then I'm like hey why am I doing this and what do I need to do to feel better? But yeah. you know, she's beautiful. You're, you're I mean, I love the word fuck though. So I feel like I say that with like all full endearment of like the little fucker is he's just like, they're just, I don't know if it's, I don't know what they are. Oh, maybe, but, it's, like, maybe it's a, maybe I don't, they, yeah, I don't, whatever. it might morph. It really, it feels morphable. Like it feels like depending on the power that it's taking on, it changes. And I think, yeah, I don't care what it is. It's just, I know that they're there and they're yelling. And that is something that, you know, when I teach, when I coach, but it's like you, when people talk about nerves, as you just so beautifully said about this idea of like, well, they're not going anywhere. Right. And if you decide to push them away, they're only going to come out in ways that you don't want, as opposed to like holding hands with it and saying, hello, nerves, we are on this journey together. Yeah. You know, emotions are fluid. Right. So it's like, if you invite it in with you, then it can change into something else as opposed to like the, the pushing of it down. And then it has to like find its way out of you in some other way in order to be moved through. I just think what a wonderful little entry gift into this moment to like keep in mind that a shadow can really be beautiful mm -hmm. and you know in this book uh she also says the closer you get to the light the bigger your shadow is cast mm. and so you know like you're saying the marker of success for some people saying i'm on broadway now and like I'm successful you could still be unhappy yeah. <laughs> even if you've reached that level of success oh, yeah. and you know, so that's, that's another beautiful thing that tarot has allowed me to let into my life is that my success in my career um, doesn't always relate to my general happiness and my yeah. general well being because before I solely relied on that. Yeah. And also yeah. that's not, I know, like, again, it's not about control, but that none of that is really in your control. Like you have the choice every yeah. day then to show up for yourself, whether there is the work to be showing up as an artist or whether you just simply are an artist because you are a human, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. you know, so I think that, that, uh, finding that is like a grounding and recognizing that you have that choice for yourself is something that 
I don't know. I just, I can't keep that. Now I want to go and like find an artist to like paint some sort of, maybe it's you, Brooke, um, to paint. Maybe it is me. It might be you because you do paint. <laughs> but like, I have this really visceral, I have a visceral image now in my head about like the way in which shadow approaches things. And as a photographer, I guess by trade years ago, but I've pivoted from that. Did you know that? I don't know if you knew that. Um, I think I did know that you yeah. were taking photos. Yeah. Yeah. And just um, because you're not doing it now, doesn't mean you're oh, not still a photographer. Oh, I know. Correct. Absolutely. I am very much, I still like see the world in like pictures, but um, I think about that so much. Like when I'm, when I'm walking down the street or, you know, and you see angles and shadows and how it's actually so beautiful and why we don't take that same, visualization into our own lives of like look how cool the texture is in that look how incredible the light is hitting here and shining off of this and like how by it being next to a dark spot it actually highlights itself more like I don't know now I have this like really cool image I of what like, shadows mean <laughs> um two things I have to say about that one is that take a picture of something and send it to me and I'll paint it you know it's like Good. if you have sort of an image in your head um, I would love to do that. That'd be fun. Yes. And then also you you are segueing beautifully into all of these cards that I chose. So I'm just going to roll into the next yes. one because I it's feel like, like now that it's like we're connected or something or I don't know. <laughs> you know, maybe it's the moment we're living in. But um, actually, let's let's take a let's take a moment of pause before I describe sure. this card and describe the crystals that I chose because we are connected right now. I chose this crystal is called Serpentine. Um, and it's Ooh. a beautiful, like light green sort of color for anybody that's only listening and not watching. Um, and this one is just to connect us to our higher power. So we love that. We are connected. We are here. Yeah. This one is called two names. It's called Blue Onyx or Lumerian Aquatine. And I just feel like Lumerian Aquatine is like the like LA version. And I'm just <laughs> like, I'm just going to call it Blue Onyx. Um <laughs> You know, so this one is just really to connect to you to you, like your happiness, your well-being. And then we have some rose quartz for unconditional love for yourself, for your others, for the collective. Um, so those are the three crystals I chose today. How do you and I pick feel them. Do you like how do you is it is there a process for that or do you just have a bowl and you shut your eyes and you pull? Like I don't have any concept of how this works. People like this is another thing I love about crystals and tarot and all this, sp the spiritual work that I do. Um, it's just specific to each person, you know? So some people can research like what crystal is good for X, Y, Z, and then they'll go pick it up. I am more on the, like, let's do everything intuitively kind of train. Mm -hmm. And so I will either just look at the bowl of crystals that I have and whatever catches my eye, I'll close my eye and choose one. I also feel like a lot of my power in all of this lives in my hands. My hands get a little like shaky, like trembly when I'm pulling something and I can feel the energy buzzing in my hand. So sometimes I'll like, if I'm confused about one or two, I'll pull them both and I'll be like, no, it's this one. This feels crazy in my hand. Yeah. So yeah, that was how I, I chose these ones today just because they, I looked at them and I said, yeah, that's it. Do you keep them in a special spot? Are they all touching? Are they in a bowl? Do you have them on a shelf? Like, where do your crystals live? Um, if you've ever been to my apartment, um, the whole thing just looks like a crystal shop. So um, <laughs> I have them everywhere. <laughs> they're everywhere. They're in a bowl. They're on a shelf. Um, they're everywhere. Yeah. Do you move them around or do you feel like once they find their place, they find their place? It Really, it depends. Like, some sometimes things will live somewhere for, like, a year and then I'll be like, you have to, you have to go now. 
Wow. You know, you have to move now. Um, so yeah, it just really depends. It's all about energy and what I'm feeling, which is why I like all of this. You ever keep Um, one in your bag? I know I'm asking so many weird questions, but do you ever keep one in your bag and like hold it and touch it? Like a fidget spinner? Only every day. Oh, okay. Got it. Only every day. Also, I wear these, um, crystal bracelets and I, I have a tendency to fidget with my hands. And so this is my like little fidget spinner here. Got it. Yeah. I feel like texturally speaking, if I ever had one on me, all I'd want to do is like rub it. Yeah. Which I don't know if that like takes away from the power of the crystal or if that actually like impacts it more. I don't know. It's it's good. It's good to do that because then you are welcoming its energy into you um, directly, closely. There's also you'd probably like what people describe as worry stones. They're designed, they're small like oval stones and they have a little thumbprint and they're designed so you can hold them in your hand and rub them. Yeah, I just think about that Made in Manhattan movie where the kid used yeah. to play with the 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 um, paperclip, right? It was a yes. paperclip. Okay. I think so. I haven't seen that movie in so long, but I love Same. it. You just referenced it. Same. I didn't, it's been a really long time, but for whatever reason, I just remember that kid being like, "This is I keep this in my pocket," and he pulls out his, being like, "We're the same," and that means we should get married or whatever. Um, my back is always always hurting, and then I'm like, maybe if I took out the like seven crystals I have in my backpack and didn't carry around rocks, it would feel better. <laughs> but no worries. Yeah, I mean priorities, you know. So <laughs> to each their own. Okay, great. Back to okay. me not fully introduced, like interrupting. No, so back to the back to me interrupting myself, and then right. you know we're, we love to interrupt here. It's yeah. a conversation. Um, so I pulled another card from a different deck. This one is called the Moon Deck. Um, it's by Arona Leah. I believe I'm saying her name correctly or their name. And if I'm not, apologies if you ever happen to listen to this. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? I mean, so, I could link them and hope that they do. Like you just let me know what you need. Okay, we'll do it. Um, This card is so beautiful for anybody just listening. It is a picture of a gorgeous, light-skinned woman living in the spotlight. She is holding her stomach. She's pregnant. And inside herself, she's growing light. Um, The card says, I live each moment with a presence of gratitude. And the passage in this book reminds us to stop and say thank you for everything. And the reason I so quickly wanted to segue into this from what you were saying, when you said you see the shadows in the building and you think, wow, so beautiful. You know, we just talked about how your shadow side can be sort of scary. And you're saying you go out into the world and you see its beauty, you know? So that could be a moment where you stop and you say, thank you for allowing me to have my eyes open to see that a shadow can be beautiful. Thank you. Um, something I like to tell people when they come for readings is that your spirit guides or ancestors or God or spirit, whatever verbiage that you enjoy using, um, they, the energy likes to be thanked. They like to be talked to. Um, you know, you spend a lot of time by yourself. Any person does, you know, there's moments you go to the bathroom, you're by yourself, you know, or you live alone. And I'm always talking out loud to them. Um, and I feel like when you clearly state your message, again, relating back to manifesting, relating back to talking to your spirit guides, all this stuff, it's like your words matter. The energy is hearing you and picking up on what you're saying, you know? So live in the gratitude, constantly say thank you when you can, if it's appropriate, if you feel genuine gratitude for something, even if it's so beautiful, 
you know, like I'm thankful to be here in this podcast, sharing this moment with you. I listened to Erica and um, you on your podcast. I'm so thankful to have listened to that episode. I feel like I learned a lot, you know, there's just so many things to be grateful for. So if you all are listening and you want to challenge yourselves, maybe get a gratitude journal and write down one to three things that you are grateful for, for 28 days or go crazy, do a full month, 30 days. That's all you have to do. And um, I feel like once you start living in gratitude more, you'll notice that things start to pop up around you that make you feel grateful for where you are. You know, even if it's not what you were dreaming of, something good is going to happen because you are receiving that energy. And um, so interesting. I just got a birth chart reading done by this woman. For anybody that doesn't know, a birth chart reading is um, your astrological signs are all written out like the day that you were born, by the time that you were born, where you were born. And you can like look up your map of what the sky looked like when you were born. And then people who are astrologers, they can delve into that and like sort of tell you how that creates your characteristics and how you can use that to benefit you moving forward. One of the things that she told me that is in my chart in this moment in my life is that um, a lot of people are grateful for me and I don't allow the gratitude in. So mm. people will say thank you to me and I'll feel so awkward about it. I'm like, they're like, you changed my life with this reading. And I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. Like, yeah. fine, don't mention it. It's cool. And she was like, no, you need to start living in the gratitude. Um, and then I said something to her, like, I feel like people call me all the time and they're like, you're my good luck charm. And I, I sort of think, well, where's mine? And that's yeah. Barb. That's Barb saying to me, you feel like you're not enough. And that's why you can't receive these people's gratitude. And that's why mm-hmm. you're not your own good luck charm because you're getting in your own way. Yeah. Um. So yeah, even if you are a person who lives like me and, and tries to focus on the gratitude, you may also need to focus on letting it in, letting it into your life. I love that as a shift because I know, yeah, and I talk about this in another episode, but in the pandemic, I started doing a five minute journal, um, like the five minute gratitude journal, which I mm-hmm. very, very much love um, just for people like myself who need a little bit more innate structure within it. So I don't feel like I just have to like, oh, no, I have to get words out of my body. It's just more like, here are three things, list them, here are this, you know, so and the the habit of doing it over and over and over again, every day was something that I really needed towards the beginning ish of the pandemic when I like needed to be more present with that and allow the gratitude in. And I think you're touching on such an interesting shift of right, there's like the receiving of the gratitude. And then there's also the acknowledgement of the gratitude, like the two sides, one can be quite good at one of them, and perhaps not as great at the other. And that it's necessary to be able to not only receive the gratitude, but to also acknowledge the gratitude, and be aware of it and how perhaps even for myself, just thinking about it, you know, like, like, I am one of those people that I'm like, well, I'm open. I am. I'm acknowledging my gratitude on a daily basis. Like, why is this not happening more to me? And it's like, perhaps you are very much speaking to my moment in time, which is like, am I saying thank you to it? <laughs> exactly. And just, yeah. just even hear, you know, your tone on that. You're like, well, I am doing that. So why, you yeah. know? And that's my tone on it. And that's what that, you know, Lilo yeah. is her name who gave me the reading. She she touched upon that. She was like, I hear the way you're speaking about this. Your words yeah. matter. You know, if you can say like, well, then great. I I am accepting the gratitude now. Thank you so much. 
And even if you don't really feel like it rings true, just keep doing it until you feel like it rings true. You know what I mean? Like even writing in the journal, like sometimes that feels weird to do until it doesn't feel weird to do anymore. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. This reminds me of when I first watched Marie Kondo. Um, And she's like, tell, you know, tell your your T-shirt, thank you. And the people are like, thank you. And she's like, mean it. Yeah, like then they cry. (laughs) They're like, oh, I didn't realize that this there there should have been like a little spectrum in between the like, thank you so much. And now I'm sobbing into like oblivion. But there really is, you know, the the, like fine line between the two where, yeah, no, thank you. And also this is difficult. Yes. And I feel like um, a lot of times that I when I give readings, you know, people will cry and then they like feel all embarrassed by it. They're like, I don't know why I'm crying. I'm like, I do because things are moving through you. We're like opening up, even if it's happy, it's moving and things are coming out of you. Like you can cry at, I cry at so many things. Like, yeah. oh my God, I'm just like a ball of emotions all the time. Happy, sad, like, yeah. you know, anything it is. But um, I always like to think of when I'm crying, it's just that the spirit is moving through me. You know, mm-hmm. don't be afraid of any emotion that you're feeling. Why did I even just say that? I don't know. I guess I that know. was important for people to hear. Yeah, great. We don't have to justify anything. Keep going. We've got another card. So this is from the actual tarot deck. Um, we pulled the Empress, okay? Let me tell you about the Empress and the moment that the Empress is having right now. So okay. um, it's it may be hard to fully describe the picture on this card for anybody listening, but if you Google the Empress... This is the Smith weight rider weight deck. Um, it's like the most common deck that there is. So this is the picture you'll see. The Empress just like, she is sitting on her throne and she's like, I'm going to nurture you. Come here and I'll give you all my gifts because I am a beacon of light and creation. Look at me, woohoo. You know, and... <laughs> I recently got my friend a gift for her birthday. She's all into the spiritual stuff like I am as well. She lives in LA now and um, there's a shop by her in LA that she'll sometimes get me gifts from. So I was like, ooh, let me get her a gift from House of Intuition. I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. I'm like, it feels right to get her the Pisces candle because that's when her birthday is. But I keep seeing the Empress. Let me just get the Empress candle. That one feels right. Got her that candle. She calls me and she goes, how, how, what? how did you know? And I said, what do you mean? She said, I had a reading the day before my birthday and it was all centered around the Empress. And I was like, well, I took a moment to ask my spirit guides and yours what you needed. So then she was all excited about that. I was excited to know that I had, you know, done something like that. Then a couple days later, I go to my friend's house and she goes, my mom got you this. I'm friends with her whole family. She goes, my mom got you this. It's this necklace I'm wearing of the Empress. (gasps) Another person's mom got me this necklace just because she saw it and thought of me. And then I did a reading for another person that same week and they pulled the Empress. And I was like, okay, the Empress is having a moment. I was shuffling my cards, asking what everybody needed to hear. And the Empress flew onto the table. Okay. Let me tell you about the Empress. She is the mother is nurturing. She is the the creation of all life as mothers are even mother earth herself. You know, she created this beautiful land that we are living on. Um, When this card appears, it's really saying that we're shifting into a more feminine energy. So 
with the emperor, you, you're focusing more on the masculine. And now with the empress, you're focusing on the gentler side of things. I feel like we just collectively came out of a space where like, was a lot of masculine, heavy energy, you know, business, work, all these things. And the empress is just saying like, you can have all those things and you can also be soft. You can also be gentle with yourself. You can be calm. You can be kind. Um, and also another thing I love about this card is that it's focused highly on creativity. So for anybody that's listening to this, be kind with yourself. Um, allow yourself to nurture others and allow yourself to be nurtured. It's the same thing of gratitude. It's like, if you're going to give and give and give so much, then you have to receive it as well. So this card comes as an indication to just be open to all of the gifts that you are receiving and all of the creative downloads you may be getting, just see where they bring you because this card stopped creating um, and being kind to yourself, which we could all do that. I love that so, so much. Do you, and this is going back to like the logistics of pulling of the cards. Is it like you open up the card and then like your hand is like, this is what I want. Like what, how did you know that this was the one to be pulled? So for me, like I said, it lives in my hands, you know, yeah. for other people it's different. So especially when I have somebody in person with me, I'll tell them shuffle the cards until you feel like your energy is in them. And then you can either just pick one when it feels right. We can spread them out. You can lay your hands on them. You can close your eyes. You can have me pick them. It is just all your intuition. Okay. Um, how I did it for today, I was just asking, when I'm on Jennifer's podcast, what do the people listening need to hear? What okay. do we all need to hear right now? And then for the first two cards I explained, I felt them in my hands like this mm -hmm. is the one. And I'm not even kidding for the Empress. Like I was shuffling the deck like this. And oh, did you just see that flipped over? Yeah. Okay, so we'll read this one too, which is absolutely the most amazing card that just came out. Um, <laughs> but you see, so like I, I just shuffle them and then one literally yeah. goes whoop and flips over at me. And I'm like, I guess why I'm asking that is because it just seems like obviously I'm I'm trying to practice gratitude and receiving what you gave, but I also feel like what a moment for you to like have this empress card like reappear yet again for yourself in this moment so like perhaps this is like really a moment for you really to like really live also i mean all of us are going to take the gift of the empress ideally into our lives and manifest it however it works but what about like i just feel like this is like where we're i think it's like shoving it down your throat a little bit <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's it's the moment of like you're nurturing people so accept the gratitude yeah that, that's my my lesson in all of this. And then I hope, you know, whoever's listening, whatever I said, they can grab onto certain things from there, especially like all three of these cards together. If we're reading them together, the shadow, the gratitude and the empress, it's saying like everything is living inside you that you need. All you need to do is be thankful for it and take what you know and make it into something. Like, ugh, ugh, ugh. ugh. I love that. I mean, it's like so beautiful. I'm, I'm showing I them on camera for anybody that's listening. I'll I'll send you a picture so maybe you can you know post the picture on your page or something. But yeah. also, this does look on YouTube, so, so people can go beautiful but, together. Yeah. Oh the last God. card that we chose. Okay, <laughs> come on, the Ten of Cups. It is reversed, so I'll explain what that means. I don't know why I'm like keep going like this. Cameras yeah. like flipped around, I guess. Um. Anyway, back to the Ten of Cups. 
So the 10 of cups that we pulled, the cups are all about your relationships. So if you think of a cup, what does it do? It fills up or it empties you. Okay. And so look at all of the relationships in your life, whether it's your relationship to yourself, to another person, to a substance, to something or other. This card is just all about harmony. You've reached the end of your journey. You are living with happiness, a family. Look, these people are so grateful. They're opening their hearts to the sky and they're saying, mm -hmm. thank you so much for everything you've given us. We receive. When it's reversed, it's just saying, like what all these other cards are saying is that you need to do the work before you can receive, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but still you can live in the moment of I receive even if it's, I receive whatever lesson you're trying to teach me in order to get me to where I want to go. Is it saying that there's like an end result to it, which is that there's just like a piece at the end? Or is it more like, what do we mean by like the work to the thing? So the, what I like about tarot is that it's all cyclical. So you may be at the end of one specific journey. So like, you know, if we're talking about it just on here as artists, if we're talking about, let's just use that example as before. Let's talk about your goal to get to Broadway. Okay, <laughs> we've got it. I hear you, I see you, I'm rooting for you as well as myself. If we look at this card, we can take all of the other cards from before and this card is an indication that it's gonna happen on the universe's time, not your time. Mm. So live in the gratitude because it's coming your way. It's just around the corner. The things that you're asking for may surprise you and maybe even better than a Broadway contract. You might book a series regular. You might book, you know, a commercial that gives you a ton of money to then stop working and produce things that you want to produce. You know, right. if you live in the gratitude, you're going to come to the end of that specific journey of one thing that you're really hoping for. Another door is going to unlock and then you're going to start back at one. That which resonates is like, deeply. Yeah to me i also think it helps perhaps reshape this is again like a longer conversation that actually we have in another podcast episode so tune in um but just this idea of like our preconceived versions of what we think our life is supposed to be right and how we we take our movements towards this perception which is totally a valid way of living and yet with the purposefulness of doing so so often we forget the things that are happening and we miss out on those gorgeous gifts or opportunities or relationships that come through on the way that could perhaps actually navigate your life in a totally different way than you anticipated, which actually will open up more beautiful doors. And what a what a missed opportunity to ignore that on the journey towards your greater purpose, right? Yep. I have been reminded um, by like... I, I like to get a lot of readings from people because, you know, sometimes you're biased about yourself. And collectively, one thing that I feel like everyone tells me <laughs> is that you're, you have a vision and just sometimes just let go of the reins a little bit. Okay. Right. You know exactly what you want and you're going to get there by every way that you don't imagine. It's that. So, you <laughs> that know, <part. laughs> so very that. So, you know, one time somebody said, you're trying to like speed through this way, but the road goes windy, Correct. windy, bendy, bendy. And it's just the way it is for you. So Correct. if you can just loosen your reins and live in the gratitude, then you'll arrive. Ugh, I love that. This was so gorgeous and wonderful and beautiful. And I feel like, appropriate for this community but also just feels very of the moment so 
thank you for doing said reading for us in this way. I also feel like it's one of those things that I don't know if this is how tarot works, that like if I were to listen to this in a couple months from now, it still will feel resonant. Is that a real thing? I always like to say like they'll it'll find you when it's supposed to. So this will resonate for you and I in this moment. Um, you and me, is that the correct way to say you it? Reverse it. So like this resonates for me instead of this resonates for I is how you know when it's yes. you and me versus you and I. Okay, perfect. So you and me. Yeah. Great. Somebody's so gonna come back. for me. Someone's gonna come for me though and be like, that's actually not right. I do, now I'm like second guessing all of my like I literally have a degree in creative writing. And now I'm like, is this correct? But no, I, know, I think it's correct. Yeah, right. It's like you remove the you. Yeah, my, the... my my father is is also he used to be a writer, so he would be very upset with me if he knew that I was having oh, this he, trouble he right might, now. But he might find out when he listens to this episode. <laughs> Perfect. We really need this in this moment. Okay. <laughs> you and I need this in this moment. That's and it. that one I know is correct. Correct. Um, and I just think whoever's going to listen, you know, it's. Sometimes I'll navigate to another tarot reader's page and I'll see some posts from months ago that I'm like, oh, I was definitely supposed to hear this right now. Um, speaking of other people, if you all are interested in following readers on Instagram or something, if, if this has striked your interest for tarot or any of that stuff, I always like to suggest starting with Chris Corsini. Um, he is a tarot reader who also signs um asl when he does it so it's you know good for the hearing impaired and he also speaks while he does it um he gives like free little readings on his page every once in a while he'll do new moon workshops full moon workshops they're all donation based so if you can provide you can and if you can't you he's still providing for you and then he does some paid workshops for the start of every astrological season so that's you know your signs like the 12 signs every month. Um, love his page. You can also check out the tarot lady. She does a card pull every day. Um, I mean, you can also check out my page if you want. If you need more information, you can DM me. I don't post a lot on my personal page, um, which is rookie rookie three, B-R-O-O-K-I-E. Uh, same with rookie three. And um, on that page, you can ask me any questions that you have. I also have my business page, which is Devosh Designs. Devosh is my Hebrew name, which means honey. Uh, D-V-A-S-H for anybody that doesn't know Hebrew on here. And um, that is my business page. So you can always post, uh, message me there if you want a reading or if you just have any questions about any of this. I'm always open to the conversation. Yeah. I'm so happy that you were here for this. I feel like this is such a wonderful little gift of an episode that is going to continue being the gift that keeps on giving for me when I'm like, oh, right, right, right. What was this? I need this moment. Let me go back to this point in this episode to pull some inspiration and um, some clarity for myself. Uh, so I'm so grateful for you uh, coming here and sharing of of yourself in this way and also just um the other resources that people wanted to get involved with that and then with you as well and i i just for all of y'all listening i hope that this was like a fun little moment in time to kind of take stock in all of the ways in which you are showing up for yourself and perhaps the ways you can invite more into your life through forms of gratitude 
which was not at all where I thought this reading was going to go, but it's definitely what I think I needed. <laughs> Listen, I, I needed it too. So here we are. And for her, whoever is listening, I hope you needed it as well. Um, thank you so much for having me on here and, and for, um, saying those nice words about me. I received them. Yes, thank you, you do. So much. I'm practicing receiving and I hope you all receive, uh, everything that is coming your way. As was expressed in this episode, these messages, these moments of inspiration, these cards, crystals, spiritual connections, what have you, will find you when they are supposed to. And if that moment is now, then I am so grateful that you are here to receive it. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another one of our episodes. If you enjoyed this one, please go wherever you listen to your podcasts, rate, review, like, follow us. And share this with your friends, because that is the best way for us to continue growing our community together. I look forward to having you again with us next week. Until then.